We are here for the stories, the laughs, the drama, and the most interesting, totally unscripted conversations. I am your host, Deb McCollum, and you're listening to a connectable miniseries called Not Here to Judge. back to a not here to judge podcast it's deb what up i have um i have two guests on today um we're really excited to talk to them um i mean god just say hi 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 there's a lot (laughs) (laughs) um we are perched around uh, my kitchen countertop right now i will introduce them in a second but first we have to cheers we have beers open right now cheers from our our local (laughs) watering hole log off so cheers to everyone listening. Um, if you're at home having a drink, really quick, does anyone actually, you listen to podcasts a lot. Every day. Do you sit, you don't like sit at home at dinner while you're drinking, I listen listening. To them. Do I you listen do to that? Them in the shower. I listen to them all the time. <laughs> my phone is going all the time. No, like, I mean, I listen to them in the shower and in my car, but never when I'm like working, when I'm walking yeah. around. Okay. When so I'm working. Oh, so people I might am. be drinking yes. actually right Heck now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if you didn't recognize that laugh, that is Nicole. She's back. <laughs> um, we have Nicole on, and then we also have, um, for the first time ever and on a podcast ever, right? Yes. yes. On, and for the first time on a podcast, thank you for being on my podcast. Um, <laughs> thank you we for having me. Yeah. We have Danny. Hi, Danny. Hello. Hi. <laughs> it's weird because I've, we've known Danny for how long you've known Danny for, um, no, at the same, we've known her for the same amount of time. I feel much, like yeah. we're going on three years. Yeah. So Danny, quick background for how I know Danny. And then Nicole, I don't know if you can say how you know Danny after this, but so I met Danny a few years ago when we moved Jessica in to her apartment. Jessica is Nicole's daughter. One of my, anyway, we'll get to that part, the roommate part, but we um, moved her into an apartment and then, and then Danny, that's when I met you, right? When you guys lived together, yes. kind of. Okay. Yes. Two years ago. Um, and then last year, Danny was one of my roommates. Yeah. <laughs> we lived together. We lived, I lived with Danny and Jessica and then of course Deb. So there were four of us in a house, lots of estrogen a year ago. So <laughs> that was fun. So that's, so that's how I know Danny. And okay. So you go, Nicole, how do you know Danny? Well, I met Danny while my daughter was trying to find a roommate in college and she decided she did not want to have a teammate because it was just too complicated. Mm-hmm. And her old teammates, ex non whatever boyfriend, whatever you want to call him, whatever on and off again, um, who I wanted to murder because he was not smart. And he <laughs> called Jessica. Are any of them smart? No, he's not. He's the worst. No, he wasn't the worst. I wanted, yes. Yeah. Anyway, gotta love us some more tea. Mm-hmm. He calls and says, Jess, my cousin is moving from Chico and she needs a roommate and you guys, you guys would be great. And so they didn't even know each other. They became roommates. And I think that's why you guys have lasted so long is because you were roommates first and then you built a friendship. And now you guys will probably be roommates forever. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I, I joke with Jess about that. And she like, doesn't take me seriously. She's like, shut up. And I'm like, you are stuck with me. I'm going to live in a mother-in-law unit behind your house when you're married. No, that's mine. <laughs> I'll be your roommate. Oh, goodness. I remember yes. you guys talking about a barn dominium. Yes. I want a barn dominium. And I told her she could live with me when I get it. <laughs> exactly. 
I've heard that term. I've heard that so many times. Uh, Barn Dominium. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, Danny, thanks again for joining us. Of course. Um, uh, Can you just start off by, we just like to ask like, you know, who you are, where you came from, where you were born. Just basically tell us everything from the second you were born up until now. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. So (laughs) with that lengthy introduction, um, my name is Danny. I'm 24. I live in Sacramento at at the moment. Um, I was born in Mexico, but I moved to the U.S. with my family at the age of like two or three. So barely remember it. Um, I was fortunate enough to visit Mexico routinely growing up. So I, I still absolutely adore going, but I, at the same time, in a weird, complicated relationship, here is home. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But you still go back frequently. I do. Yeah. Yes. And I, I love going. Yeah. Like, so it's been a minute, but I do want to go back soon. <laughs> and family's still there. Oh, definitely. Plenty yeah. of family. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So spent most of my life here. A very small town called Live Oak, kind of the middle of nowhere, small little farm town in California. Um, I grew up there, went to school in Chico, and immediately after graduating, moved out here and met all of these wonderful people. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you moved in with Jess. Yes. Yes. And so that's kind of like a quick little jump, jump, jump into my story. So I guess you could say I'm fairly local for the most part, never, not out of state, nothing crazy, but yeah, that's kind of a quick little background. (laughs) Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, that was some good spark notes. Okay. Now we're getting deep. Now I want to know all the dirty details. Oh gosh. (laughs) So we kind of, well, okay. So last time I was on here, we talked about marriages and we talked about relationships and we talked about dating. We talked about just being in a monogamous relationship and all of the special people that we meet online. And so now Danny's going to give us an interesting flip version because Danny is of the lesbian. Yes. So <laughs> I wanted to bring her on here because that is such an interesting, intricate world of how did you know? When did you find? I've already asked her all of these questions. <laughs> Poor thing. She gets yeah. all of my, I, I'm very, she's very open to. So she's open to my crazy. I, I do not mind. <laughs> so when did you first, how did you know? What, what brought, like, how, how did it start? Mm-hmm. I always feel like that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there was a set moment that I knew, but personally, I feel like I kind of always knew. I just didn't really understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, like growing up as a kid, like I had like my group of friends and then I'd randomly make friends with another girl. And I think like, oh, she's so pretty. I really like her. But like, I didn't understand it, you know? (laughs) Little innocent minds just kind of like, oh, she's pretty. She likes me. (laughs) Did you ever, were you ever attracted to a boy? Did you ever want to go because that was the traditional way to do it? Did you ever feel the need to? Not necessarily, no. I feel like I would like make friends with, Mm -hmm. with guys at the time. And it's just like, it would never, I would never see it going beyond that point personally. Okay. And I understand that's different for everyone. Okay. But for me personally, it's just, I would make friends with guys and that would just be like my mindset. It's just like, oh, yeah. we're friends. And that's that. Like for mm-hmm. some reason, my mind wouldn't go past that. I never felt the need or desire to. Right. To be like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Even though that's all I was exposed to, obviously. Well, yeah. Cause my nephew, yeah. tr- he was like, I tried to be with a girl. And, oh, it was so gross. <laughs> so, and he was like, I just, I tried and I get to say, and that's how he knew. Yes. Because he's all, this is gross. Like it's not supposed to be gross. This and is then gross. when he was with a boy, he was like, oh, this is, this is what I, I'm, I'm, feeling a, a relation like there I feel something yeah girl I was like oh I can't yes and okay. I feel like I definitely had experiences like that as I got older so like 
obviously to people who know me now when they hear this from me that it comes as a shock but um I actually did date a guy in high school oh it was very short it was probably not longer than two weeks um he was a really nice guy super sweet very respectful he's really cool but like we made out maybe once or twice, and I can sincerely say it was the most out of place I've ever felt. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay that's Jeff. That the, same, yeah, the most out of place I've ever felt. Like I said, he was a great yeah. guy, really sweet, right. athletic. He was like, he was like the guy a bunch of girls wanted, you know? Yeah. And it's like I had that opportunity, I was in those shoes, and I was like, this, this isn't it. This isn't, yeah. this isn't it, at least not for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad because like I said, he was a really great guy, but mm-hmm. just, who was the first girl? that you mm. felt a connection with felt a connection and who was the first person you were able to express the feeling to mm. but feeling to as in like who was I able to share it with yeah yeah okay um I would say first time I had like say an, a quote-unquote open connection mm-hmm. with another girl was probably like eighth grade I want to say eighth grade oh, wow. going into high school yeah um she was an absolute sweetheart we actually played sports together and I don't know why. What just, was the sport? Soccer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what were you guys saying? Basketball or softball? <laughs> Surprisingly, no. <laughs> uh, being a former softball player, I get that all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh right. Yeah. 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 Jess gets an old. Well, you guys know. Oh, well, yes. yes. And to this day, Jess and I get it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Like, are you two together? <laughs> all the time. Are you guys together? She's all, no, mom. I'm not. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh my Jessica's yeah. straight as a bar. <laughs> so soccer, you know. Oh, but guys. yes. So I feel like that was the first person I had a, a quote unquote open. Feel free like, to drink too, Danny. Oh yeah. Poor yes. Danny. <laughs> Danny's talking. Danny was about to take a drink of her beer. And the boss her a question, she put it down. Trust me. Nicole and I can fill in the gaps while you take some sips. Yes. We got this. Don't, don't even worry. I think our, our listeners will appreciate that you gotta stop to have a drink <laughs> and a sip every once in a while. Feeling so, a little parched. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Oh, but yes, it kind of, I would describe it more as like a fling. I wouldn't really call it a relationship, but it was the first person that I was able to like openly say like, hey, I really like you. Well, you know, like the potential of being a girlfriend, blah, blah. So it's like, that's the first time it was really vocalized to me or the first time I actually vocalized it to someone else. So you, was that the first time you had those feelings and and expressed it to, I mean, had you told anybody else you had those feelings or did you look at her and go, wow. There's something here I it kind of just want to tell you. It kind of just came up obviously from the other person's end. She kind of like brought it up first. And I was okay. kind of like, okay, I kind of feel this way too. Okay. And that was thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of how that came about. Okay. Um, I never really, at least as far as like interactions at school with my friends, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I never fully like came out and said, like, I'm gay, I'm lesbian, blah, blah. There was like a split moment in middle school where I noticed other people were coming out as bisexual and like no one really like, like, um, I guess like bashed them for it, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Okay, so I thought that was like a safe spot. How old are you? Me? Yeah. Right, right now? Yeah. 24. You're 24. Okay. okay. I know. I'm trying to think of timeline too. I'm, I'm 34. And I'm 46. So, so in my day... That was not okay. You were not that. It was not. Yeah. You were. You were not LGBTQ. Oh, whatever. No, 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 we, we didn't yeah. have that either. Exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. But when I, I mean, now I know looking mm-hmm. at because of God love social media, but you can go on, you know, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, whatever, and you see. I mean, because my whole school, there's still a bunch of us that are all friends, and I was like, 
I knew you took your senior portrait with a cat. I knew he was gay. I knew you took your senior portrait with a cat. Those are the type of things where you're like, yeah. you were different, but we didn't know what that was. Yeah, it you wasn't were just a thing back. Right. I mean, yeah. Way, yeah, it wasn't. Well, even so, we're, we're di- we literally are from different decades, right? Mm-hmm. Danny's yes. 20s, I'm 30s, Nicole's 40s. Even for me, I'm 34. Even back then, it was like, okay, like, yeah, you're either gay or bi, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And even then, it wasn't talked about a ton yeah like it was like probably, a taboo subject yeah. well yeah and I could probably just even think of only barely a handful of people at my school that were open about it mm-hmm. and no one talked about it no now granted that I know of <clears throat> no one got like made fun of for it mm-hmm. but it was kind of like we just left them alone and yeah. there was no integrating I, and I'm a high school teacher Mm-hmm. And so now I'm my littles who were born <laughs> yesterday. Seems like, they're like, I'm like, oh, you're, you're born. And they say the year I graduated high school. I'm like, oh, great, cool. And so like, that's how young they are. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so it is totally like, no, like so normalized. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just a different world. So that's yes. why we're trying to think of timelines for yeah. when you, you know, so when you something. came out and were like, in, well, well, that's my point where when you're in school and people were like, I'm lesbian, I'm gay, I'm, I'm bi. I'm, and then everyone was like, oh, okay. So for me, they're like, they, they, it wasn't even a word. Like that wasn't yeah. even. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, there was no, <laughs> there was no definition of any of it. So mm-hmm. it's so different, and I mean, and that's why my generation adapting onto this new yes gender, we're like, what? Like yes. the, this alphabet of, and then I gotta Google all of the shit because I'm like, what the what is all yeah. this letters? And mm-hmm. and it is. I mean, I, I get it, but. And to each their own and yeah. everybody's but, their own, but it's that's why I, I love talking to you. Yeah, and I will mention <laughs> it is a lot to learn. It is don't get me wrong, I don't know all of it yeah. either, but yeah. just becoming educated in all of that all the LGBTQ community is, it's yeah. it's a lot. Um, so just to kind of jump back into the story, I feel like obviously again, very small town, very small school, mm-hmm. a lot everybody knows each other by first and last name, God given. And parents. Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like any action you do has a lot of immediate repercussions. Um, so like I said, um, there wasn't a whole lot of people I went to school with at the time okay. who were openly saying, like, I'm gay, I'm lesbian, blah, blah, blah. There was maybe one or two people that came out as quote unquote bisexual. And they weren't ridiculed. They weren't bullied. And so I was just kind of like, okay, maybe that's a safe spot. So oh. like at first, maybe I was just kind of like, okay, I'm bi. And then of course I got to high school, dated that guy. And I was like, this isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just kind of like, okay, I'm lesbian. But I also never really like felt the need to say that out loud. But of course, if it came up in conversation, if someone actually had the balls to ask me, I'd say, yeah, I'm lesbian. And that's yeah. just how that kind of happened. Okay. Yeah. So um, it wasn't you putting a name on anything. You just. No, it's okay. just kind of like okay. if it came up, I was honest. I okay. wasn't going to try to like hide it, sweep it mm-hmm. under the rug. I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now. Yes. How did we tell our parents? Okay. This is where stuff gets a little sticky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I want to say I was like 16 or 17 at the time. It was definitely late high school. I remember I was. You've already had this feeling with the soccer girl. Yes. And that was also like, I want to say, I don't want to say long gone, but that was kind of like. But it, it triggered the thought in your head. That yes. I am I am not different, but I like girls, not boys. And so, okay. So exactly. So at that point, it's like, yes, I'd like talk to girls every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And that's where I felt comfortable. I had already okay. known that about myself. Okay. Um, didn't take too many girls, but I still don't, but <laughs> we'll get into that. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that 
kind of area I had already explored a little bit and I was comfortable with it. Um, It kind of came up one day. I remember like high school prom was coming up and all of my friends who I was in high school with who were lesbian, gay, who were already openly LGBTQ. I was hanging out with them a lot. We were talking about dresses and picking out what to wear and like what to do for prom and all this kind of stuff. And I remember my mom specifically being, I don't want to say she was upset, but she was just kind of ranting at me. And she was just kind of like, why are you spending so much time with these people? Like, why do you have so many gay friends? Blah, blah, blah. She was just kind of like stemming off of that. And I was getting more and more upset. And then, of course, it escalated. And eventually she said, the last thing I need is for you to tell me you're gay. And I was just already so angry that I said, I am. Oh, yes. oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So I, I kind of came out out of anger and it was on accident. I don't think I wanted to say it, but in that moment, I was so upset. I didn't think. Did I just said, I am. Feel free after saying it? Like, okay, it's finally out. Or did I, it... I felt scared. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, shit. I felt scared. And sure enough, my mom slapped me. <gasps> Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> and it was a really weird thing because it's like obviously like that was like the blow up of it and then after that she, I just remember her being really upset with me and she didn't talk to me for like two weeks and like I said I was 16 17 at this time yeah. obviously I still lived with my parents mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. My, my poor dad bless his heart he <laughs> works so damn much he probably wasn't even home to realize that there was like a shift of energy between me and my mom. He oh, probably wow. didn't even realize there was a problem, really. Right. Because yeah. well, just, she had to have told him. Probably. Okay. Probably. Yeah. I'm not so surprised. Now, Danny is a very, very, very <laughs> traditional Hispanic family. Yes. <laughs> mom, dad, grandma live together. They're very yep. religious, <laughs> very, very traditional. So yes. this was a <laughs> shocker. Now, wait, and your sister, how did she respond? I actually told my sister before I had told my mom. Oh, okay. I had told my sister maybe a little bit before this. And I told yeah. her like, hey, like I am open to dating girls, blah, 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 blah. I was just kind of like, I just want you to know fair and square. You and heard it from said, me. Duh. Yeah, she said, <laughs> <laughs> Her first response was just kind of like pause. And she was just kind of like, are you sure? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And I was like, I kind of like touched on a couple more topics. Yeah, and okay. she was just kind of like, okay, yeah. She was like, you're not hurting. She had anyone. to do the sister do the sisterly duty of asking, are you sure? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's it. She just had to, just so she could say she asked. Yeah. <laughs> I asked her, are you sure? <laughs> and she said, yeah. Just to clear her plate. <laughs> but yeah, afterwards, she was just kind of like, okay. She was like, you're not hurting anyone. She was like, why is it bad? Yeah. 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 Okay. And then she ended up moving out shortly after. So of course I didn't always have her to bounce off of. Now she was there when mom lost her shit. I know she was already moved out at the time. Mm. So uh, it was just your mom. Exactly. Exactly. And she didn't talk to me for like two weeks. And it's like, mind you, my mom's kind of a helicopter parent. Again, the traditional Latino family dynamic. She calls you every day. More than once every day. (laughs) We had to, right before we hit record, we had to call her. Just so she wouldn't call while we were recording. So what about grandma? A grandma, I feel like grandma just kind of ignores it. She's in her own little world. At, at, at this point in my life, I can say I'm not the only gay cousin. Okay. And so I'm, <laughs> for those that know that term. Um, so I don't know if she knows about my other cousin, but I, I have a feeling she has a hunch. I don't know. Okay. But she always says that me and this other cousin are her favorite. So, oh. <laughs> so I assume it doesn't really bother her. Yeah. 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 
Oh. And she was like, oh, like human. you and your other cousin are the only ones that come and help me out <laughs> around the house. You're the only ones that come check in on me. You're the only ones that oh, take me out sweet. to eat. And I was just kind of yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you make me tamales and tortillas. Why wouldn't I? You bring us food. Exactly. And you guys have tried all of that. Stuff. <laughs> it's fantastic. so good. Uh, yeah. The traditional Mexican roots, like I said. So the family dynamic is always very interesting. Like I said, I was like, my, my poor dad, he's just a workaholic at this point. So he's like, not always present. I don't know if that's his choice or not at this point, because we're, we're doing okay now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's just such a workaholic. Uh, my mom just kind of spends a lot of time with my grandma. She's an at-home mom at this point. And so they do the traditional, like, we're going to cook every meal for your husband. We're going to take care of the household, you know, like they do all the traditional things. And so I feel like it was very interesting to watch how they treated me change. I feel mm-hmm. like I kind of like broke, I don't want to say I broke a barrier, but I yeah. kind of exposed them yeah. to the world a little well, bit. Different now, yeah. Okay. So you did prom with, the LBGTQ girls? Yeah, so like we all, we all kind of went together kind okay, of thing. Okay, um, <laughs> Now this was, mom, I'm gay, I'm going to the dance, deuces. Yeah, okay. I like drove myself to both proms. I was okay, like, nope. so, okay, okay, so did yeah. you go with a specific girl or did you guys just go as a group? Just go, went as a group. Okay. Yeah, okay. so that's just kind of how we did things. I was like, I don't, I don't want to do the whole pick someone in particular thing. I was did like, that's not my thing. Did you date anyone in high school? In towards the end of high school, I did date a girl, but she did not go to the same school as me, which I think was kind of a blessing in disguise. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Especially as small as your school was. It's super small, small. To put it into perspective for the listeners, my graduating high school class was maybe like 98 people. <laughs> I want to say my high school, my high school in total, like all, all grades in total. I want to say we were maybe like 500 students. That's like my, that's like, that's like my senior class. Exactly. the school that I teach at. Exactly. Yeah. Our 500 wow. students for us was the whole school. And roughly every wow. class has a little over a hundred kids. Right. Wow. Our class was just small, but yeah. we were like 98. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So put it, like I said, put it right. in perspective, very small town, very small school. You know, everybody by yeah, first everybody and last name. Everybody. Okay. everybody knows all the shit that's going on in everybody's life. So now the girl that we kind of dated at the other school, she still lived in Live Oak though, right? No, no, she she actually lived. Yeah, she lived in a different town, went to a different high school, which like I said, I feel like that was very helpful. Yeah. Um, I will say it was very difficult because I lived in a different town. And of course my parents were very strict. I I can't just pick up the car keys and leave. Because I want to. That's oh, that's uh, that's a very big no yeah. in the Latino family. Like, yeah. where are you going? Who are you going with? What are you doing? What time are you coming back? Yeah. Who's going to be there? There's they hit you with a million questions. Yeah. And of course, all the stereotypes. If you want to go out and have fun, you can't do that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go out, you have to clean something in exchange. <laughs> you know, all the Latino stereotypes are very predominant in my yeah. in my household at home. Yeah. So did you, how did you guys meet and see each other? It was really difficult. I honestly don't blame this girl for not being with me at that time. (laughs) Like we dated for like almost a year or two. Wow. Probably like a year and a half, I want to say. It was a while ago, but it was, it lasted a while. I feel like we were both just very dedicated to seeing each other, primarily because we both didn't constantly want to be home. She also had an interesting home life dynamic and she didn't always want to be home either. Okay. So I feel like we both... And any opportunity we had would right. like jump to go Please hang out, go do something, okay. right. all that kind of stuff. So yeah. 
And that relationship actually was, I want to say my senior year of high school. And I want to say we broke up like a month or two after I moved to college, which of course that happens with high school relationships. Did she go to college as well or not? I think she did for a little bit and I'm not sure what she did after that. Okay. But um, yeah, really sweet girl. My hat off to her because <laughs> we both put up with a lot of shit for that. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she's doing well. Oh so God. then we go to college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's in Chico. Like, Chico. She's in Chico. Harvard of the West. <laughs> yes, whatever. Yeah. Good Lord. So um, like? uh, go Wildcats. Um, so Chico so going to college was also a really big like a dynamic shift for me personally because once I got to college of course I also still balanced a job and going to school but the thing is that now I get to keep my own money you know before it was like go to work help pay bills all that kind of stuff yeah buy what you need to buy but when I got to college I again got my own job got to keep my own money so I started buying clothes that I wanted to wear. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> so you found your style. Exactly. And yeah. that, even then, I'm still working on it. <laughs> okay. we're, we're always evolving on that. But yes. for you, yes. it was a big deal because you're not living at home. Exactly. You get to express yourself. You get to express yourself. You express how you want to. Exactly. So people people in high school who probably meet me now are probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't dress wow. the same. And like, mind you, to prom, like I said, I bought a dress. I got my nails done. I I want to see these stuff. pictures. <laughs> I was I also in a dress. I was also nominated top four for homecoming queen in high school. What? I was. I wore a bright red dress with shimmers. Like it's not anything. What? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It is not anything you would see me in now. Wow. Right now, if I went to a fancy event, I would much rather wear a suit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Um. So yeah, like I said, going to college, being able to buy my own clothes, dress how I how I felt comfortable, yeah. was a really big dynamic shift for me. Yeah. And then of course, just like the freedom of going out and meeting people and just kind of like putting myself in other social communities that I wasn't really a part of first was also very interesting I got to meet more people and then of course open openly talking to girls was also very different because I got along with all of my college roommates great to this day we're all still really good friends um excuse me and so just kind of like being surrounded by a group of people that was super supportive and going out and doing different things and meeting different people was, I would say, a really big staple shift in what made me so social. Okay. Um, personally, I would say I'm really shy. I'm an extroverted introvert. That's what I'm saying, though. I feel comfortable with you guys yeah. now. Oh. When I first, when people first meet me off the bat, I seem very quiet, very reserved, very like I'm yeah. here for like one thing. Kind well, of Danny, thing. you kind of just like t- you kind of sit back and you take it all in, and you're very you're like you'll be you, you know you'll we'll see you smiling a lot. <laughs> so that's that was my impression of you. Like you kind of sit back, you kind of look at everyone, and you kind of smile. And then once you get to know someone, then you start like going and like you know talking and yes yeah. so we don't think you're shy no I kind of key to your apartment the second you guys moved in I was there all the time that's yeah. true I still have a key yeah. to your house yes well yeah because we, we, we have we yeah. are co-owners of a dog exactly so joint custody of blue <laughs> I love a little shit <laughs> no. uh but yeah so I feel like just having like 
a very strong support system that I felt didn't really judge me because yeah, obviously yeah. in the home dynamic, I was constantly being told what to do, who I can, who I can hang out with, what I can wear, what I can do in my life. And it's like just having the opportunity to meet people that were very supportive, that weren't judgmental mm-hmm. was very different. Cause now I had the opportunity to kind of figure out who I was, what I was doing, what I wanted. Yeah. And then of course, it's Chico. You go out, you party, you meet people. <laughs> oh, yeah. So when you were in Chico, so you're there, it's your freshman year, you got your room, you got your people, you're, yeah. you're just trying to fit in. Were you still having to put on the face of going home and being daughter in that bubble? Or were you able to just learn how to be like, now when you go home, I've seen you in front of your mom. You are a little bit reserved, but you're so you. Like you yes. don't you don't change your clothes, you don't change your personality. Yes. You are you. Mm-hmm. Did you have to play both sides for a while? At first, yes. I feel like when I was first like heading home on the weekend, see my parents, I would still dress a certain way. Okay. I'd still be like, yeah, everything's going great. Just kind of like put on this, this, yep, I'm working, I'm going to school, everything's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and then you went to school and drank a party. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> and like I said, I just met more people and it's kind of funny to word it this way, but I feel like being in that kind of environment kind of like pushed me out of my comfort zone in a good way, which I feel like is what college is supposed to do. Oh, right. Um, yeah. So when it comes to dating, I feel like just being more exposed to different communities yeah. was very interesting. I also just really like just being able to talk to people and not feel like there's going to be repercussions or someone breathing down my neck. I was just kind of like, wow. So college was very liberating right? and just yeah. as a person. Yeah. Um, of course, breaking the stereotypical Latino household like mold. Yes. And then of course being LGBT on top of that. And right. then of course going to school and balancing it all out. Right. Um, so yeah, it was just very interesting. Um, when you were in school, mm-hmm. When did you, did you date anyone throughout school? Did you find anyone that you were interested in? Did you become part of a club? Did you do, what did you do? How did, how did you? How did I find these people? How did did you do it? Well, especially with your newfound freedom of like, I can express who I am. Mm -hmm. This is who I want to be. And you could, did you feel like, did you feel free to be you there also, I guess, in addition to Nicole's thousands of questions. She just (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) trying to take that all in. Um, I definitely felt a lot more free to make my own decisions. I feel like how I presented myself in public Mm -hmm. greatly influenced the friends that I made and the people that I met. So obviously once I got to college, I got to meet more girls and then of course just start dating. So I feel like I didn't really start dating, dating women until I got to college because I just had that more social aspect of freedom. I'm like, I can go out, I can see you, I can go out to dinner, I can do normal relationship or even dating things. You know what I mean? So it's like, I didn't have that extra layer of like, I don't even know how to describe it. That extra layer of like, shelter okay. you right. know yeah I don't want to say I was a sheltered yeah. child but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I kind of was yes you had the insane bubble yeah, yeah. I was and say. then when you went to like I can't even believe your parents let you go to Chico like, <laughs> that's what I was gonna ask I was gonna say was there a pushback from them to go to Chico did, wow. you, did they want you to stay home like how did that work they definitely wanted me to stay home but I feel like the leverage I had was the excuse that my sister left to go to college. Oh, where'd she go? She also went to Chico. Oh, so oh. She, she went to Chico for two years and okay. then transferred to Texas, which is where she lives now. Okay. okay. Um, and she's been there ever since. So like the second she graduated high school, she, she left, like she didn't she live left. with us anymore. Oh, 
So she lived in Chico. Like I said, went to school there for a while, transferred to Texas. So she had already gone a while without living with us. So I was kind of like an only child for a little bit. Yeah, I think that was even more overwhelming. I think that's why my mom became more of a helicopter parent. Oh yeah. Cause she needed to make sure you didn't go to to Texas. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. She's going to keep you here. She's got to figure out a way to do it. Even then, I feel like she's still scared I'm going to up and leave to Texas. And oh, I'm yeah. like, um, I was like, yeah. no. Yeah. Well, no. Um, oh, go on. No, I was just, I'm jumping ahead, but how from college and then all leading up to now, mm-hmm. how has mom adjusted? How has, is she fully adjusted? Do you, do you talk about it? Do you get to not talk about it? And then did she how? ask you about it? Like yeah. I always, my first thing is with you. Oh yeah, we already we already dug into Danny before we hit record. We made her okay. tell us all the things before we yeah, all the details. Yes, does mom is she feel comfortable asking you about your dating life? No, oh, she doesn't. <laughs> no, I think that's more of just like a Latin again back to the Latina stereotype. Exactly. Yeah, she that's they don't yeah. exactly. I think that comes back to the traditional Latino stereotype. It's like in their head, like their children are saints. They can do no wrong. You know what I mean? For the same reason, because they shelter the shit out of us. Yeah. So they're like, this child doesn't know any better. Yo, okay. okay. Gotcha. So I feel like just being, having open conversations with my parents is, I want to say a little bit difficult. We don't do it very often. Mm. We're, we're not, I, this is going to sound horrible, but I feel like they're not my biggest emotional support system. Mm. They're just growing up. My parents were just never really emotional people. To this day, they don't really talk about feelings or the, like mental health and Latinos don't go together. Yeah, I, I was just listening. The reason that I'm pulling on this, I just listened to this podcast about a Hispanic family. And she said, I got pregnant at 14 because my parents didn't even tell me how to have a feeling. Like, I didn't even know what that was. I didn't know she mm-hmm. met a boy. And then they, she goes, I don't know what I was doing. She's 14 years old. Wow. She's a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, you don't, they don't teach you how to they don't teach how to process yeah because for well, just, granted they don't know how to process and, <laughs> and that's why oh, i've yeah. tried to like not blame anyone oh, no. No, because no. it's like it's just the way you're brought up yeah exactly and maybe i shouldn't say latinos maybe i should just say immigrants i feel like ah, immigrants wow. are the most emotionally repressed people you will ever meet wow. <laughs> like they're yeah. scared to have the expression because exactly. they don't know what's going to happen exactly so they say something what's going to happen so, yeah, so they yeah, just yeah. rather not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. so for them, there's not a whole lot of emotional expression. There's not talking about your feelings. There's not like, oh, don't worry, it's gonna be okay. There's not like, there's not that kind of element into processing how you feel, how you think, how what your fears are. You know what I mean? To them, it's just kind of like suck it up and keep going. Hmm. And like on one hand, that's good because I I would consider myself a motivated individual. So yes. it's like. When stuff, when shit, when shit hits the fan, I'm kind of just kind of like, it's going to be okay. Keep going. Move on. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Be resilient. Exactly. So to, to an extent, I understand yeah. that it's helpful. But on the other hand, it's like you repress so much. You don't know how to talk to people. You don't know how to handle your emotions. You suddenly have outbursts and you don't know why. And it's like. Hence boxing. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yes. This is why Danny and I box. Yes. <laughs> this is why we joined the boxing gym. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I feel like I definitely still have my own baggage to work on. I, I feel like, again, going to college was helpful and yeah. like finding well, a support it, system. Well, and it teaches you, college doesn't teach you how to find yourself. Exactly. So there's it's like, so many, God, there's so many. When I didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. So not that I lived vicariously through you guys, but watching Jess 
go to different things and meet different people and then go to this party and meet these people and then go mm-hmm. to this club and meet these people and, and their classes and just it's so much mm-hmm. you guys have so many options yes yeah. whereas I didn't go to college it was get a job get mm-hmm. married have kids like that was my like you go this path so for you guys to have all and especially <laughs> with you with my my intersectionality your yeah. bubble of, <laughs> right right of, yeah control and now it's like whoa yeah all this stuff um, <laughs> this is so cool kind of to go back on like how how have my parents digested that yeah um I feel like at some point my parents kind of just realized they to an extent they didn't have control over me and they couldn't necessarily change these things so they're kind of just kind of like okay like this is who you are and it is what it is. Yes. Um, sometimes my mom's a little bit weird. Sometimes I feel like my mom tries to kind of like brush the gay part under the rug. She's kind of like, we're not going to talk about it kind of thing. But then she asks you all the time with Jess and your girlfriend. Exactly. That's so funny. It's just her punch. She's kind of like, so how's Jessica? And I was like, fine. I was like, I don't know. A bitch works just as much as I do. <laughs> Like I never see her. <laughs> do you do you think maybe that and maybe she won't admit this to you, but maybe that now now that obviously she knows you're gay, like yeah. she just wants you to settle down with someone, hurry up and be with someone then, and maybe she's hoping it's Jessica. <laughs> I know. That's so funny. Hurry up and be with someone. Okay, that's your first name. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe I'm not sure. Um, what if you got into? Would you bring a long term relationship? Have you has she met any of your girlfriends? Yeah. You, oh shit. Yeah. How did that go? So my parents have met two of my girlfriends in the past one of them was again that first girlfriend I brought up back in high school we were different towns they met her a couple times Um, did they know you were dating or did they think she was a friend this is where it gets tricky yes this is where (laughs) y'all do this shit because if I had a boy over my parents were like door open nobody but then y'all lesbians can do we can get away with you Like we were maybe like dating, but not like girlfriend and girlfriend kind of right. thing. So I'd be like, oh, like she's just a friend because uh-huh. it's like, I'm Did mom then question that at all? Or was I she... feel like she does. I feel like she questions everyone. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking like, cause if I think if my, which I was told Jessica, I don't care if you're gay, you're not, whatever. Just I need grandbabies. I will pay for them or you can <laughs> pay for them. Whatever. That was my biggest thing. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh my God, like watching all of these girls that she's, softball and I'm like um yeah they're dating and you're spending the night at each other's houses mm-hmm. and your parents have no clue like, no. they have no idea what you guys are doing no <laughs> did, I, did, did you ever pull a fast on mom no no I never about it okay see that's the thing back to the whole Latino yes. stereotype Latinos aren't allowed to have sleepovers oh <laughs> not even no. with friends no oh no growing oh. up I, okay because, hang on is that an immigrant thing because someone else that um thinking of that we know that she her her grandparents wouldn't let they she wasn't allowed to have sleepers or go to them either um, really yeah oh no. i bet it's an well it's, an it's a control thing, thing. It, it's probably definitely a control thing i would yeah, say because they need to know what's going on and who what where and if they can't ask that question if you're not there and that is the biggest maybe, pointer okay. um growing up other latinos who may be listening will understand this okay. 
the biggest thing for like, I don't know, immigrants, parents, Latino parents, I don't know. Their biggest thing is that if there is another man in that household, they don't want you to sleep there because of potential bad things happening. And so growing up, I was never allowed to really have sleepovers. I can think of maybe one or two occasions. Okay. And there, there was one occasion where I had friends sleep at my my parents' house. See, now my best friend in high school, or from fourth, third, fourth grade, Jody, she was a she was Mexican. But I mean, they weren't they were from here. They didn't. Okay. She didn't even fucking speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I always stayed at her house. She oh, never. She wasn't that. allowed to leave her oh, house. Huh? Wow. That is, I never. Now I'm just saying that. Never, I, I never. I, I, that I was didn't always think the about thing. that, mm-hmm. and that's always what they think about. It's it's huh. unfortunate to say, but that's. Yeah. Was that something that they voiced to you or something that you figured out later? Oh, this is why. Like, how is it? How is that you came to know that? Did they like straight up tell you? It's a little bit of both. I feel like they would always, they would always use the term with me. You never know. Okay. And then of course, as I got older, I realized what you, you never know really oh. means. And oh. I was like, ah, okay. okay. So that's yeah. kind of like what their mindset immediately goes to. Yeah. So I remember growing up, Every once in a while, I was allowed to have a sleepover at my cousin's house. Okay, family. Yeah, okay, yeah, at my cousin's family. house. Yeah. But even then, this cousin, or well, cousins, because they're sisters, these cousins didn't have a father figure. Mm. So it was just, so that it was, was just, that was it was just, exactly. So it was my aunt and my cousins, oh, you see. know, and it's like, I was every once in a while allowed to have sleepovers with them. And oh, that was right. it. Yeah. You know, wow. wow. But, I didn't even think about that. Interesting. Yeah, and so that was just kind of like my quote unquote sleepover experience. Other than that, growing up, I wasn't really allowed to go or host sleepovers. Huh. Yeah, and like I said, that was just kind of always the excuse that was fed to me, which I didn't realize until I got a little older. But that's what they hint at. And now that I'm older, and I of course have other friends, they were also given the same excuse. So realizing that other people had that same experience was wow. also really weird. That's huh. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> didn't miss a whole lot. We were super. <laughs> 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 calling people because they oh, had yeah. a phone in my interrupt. Yeah. Jody had a phone in her house. Cool singer. So, and record player. We would sneak out. TP the neighbor's house. Oh, yeah. That's not TP's. These are the things, children. If you're listening and you are of the under the age of 22, this is what we did when we were younger. I have to tell you this, TP story. This is the funniest thing. I tell my kids this because I told them. Kids don't do this anymore. I never on a Saturday morning. Because they'll go to jail. I never drive by and ever, never. They do. They can go. Yeah. Well, and everybody has a fucking ring camera. You can't yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah anymore. Right. They didn't when have I those. was a kid, we had this crew that met up every single <laughs> night in the summer. Oh, they were all public school kids and I was a private school kid. Oh. I was a good girl. <laughs> no, I was a supply of toilet paper because my parents shopped at Costco. So <laughs> we would go and everyone had to meet up and bring like three or four rolls of toilet paper. We rode our bikes and we would sneak yep. out. And I'm like, I, I don't even, my parents didn't even know. I mean, every night. But you were stealing? Stealing toilet paper and sneaking out every night. And then we, whoever didn't show up got their house TV. And then we're like, <laughs> well, my mom and her husband were going to Michigan, leaving us. They were going on a trip, mm-hmm. and they had to, their flight was at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't meet because we met at three. Mm-hmm. I couldn't meet and get back in time. So I was like, "Do not TV my house. I am not going to be here. You guys can't. Don't fuck with me because I I can't <laughs> make it." And I told everybody, and they left. They came early. They not only TV my house, they watered that shit down. Oh no! Like oh much. no! And my mom woke up and she's like, what the fuck is going on in my 
She made me and my sister get up, and my sister the whole time is picking up this slush. Oh, she's all, "This is your fault. You I didn't even know anybody that took me through." Okay, oh but God. I did take my oh son one time. Oh, I said, "Don't you dare sneak out. Just tell me where you're going." He goes somewhere. Jessica wasn't allowed to do anything because she was a girl. Boys, I was like, whatever. Just <laughs> also a commentary. Right? Also tell a commentary. Right. So I was like, just tell me where you're going, so I know where you are. But I took them TP one night. It was so they TP oh. one of his buddies' houses, and I had to teach him how to do it. And I'm like, oh, I'm such a bad boy. <laughs> you did. I went egging one time. Hold it, hold it, hold it and throw. Catch it. Hold it. Throw again. So it's an all one whole thing. Yeah. Did you tell? Did you teach them how to TP the car? Go out under the car and over we, the car. I learned how to fork a lawn. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, I did. Yes. Oh, yeah, we did. I did. I did. I did. It was so fun. You did it for nostalgia. That's oh, I know. I was like, my childhood. Come on. I was like, you're calling her out. But then yeah. we were bad. When I was in high school, not only did we fork and TP, Dove soap yeah. burns the grass. And whoever we didn't oh, like, we would burn bitch. thinking like when, it, when you said everyone has a ring camera yeah no one can do anything, anything everybody has a ring. if you don't pick up dog shit you're on the freaking neighborhood the ring. oh i, I still get people aren't picking up poo. so the last house the last house we lived in danny with you know, oh, Rancho. i'm still getting emails about that app about and there's all kinds of yes. shit on there about hey i'll oh, on my ring camera yes. i saw on my yes. ring camera it's terrible can't do anything well no. i mean well okay we'll just change where we live now so she gets updates for where we live now yeah. but oh, gotcha. i think for you it's so similar that there's no need to change yeah because yeah, i live in the same area, area. <laughs> it's just i have no drama here because i'm all the way up here in yeah. this like fortress <laughs> yeah. you know but i was gonna say getting in here i, get all that, I know but i get all that drama out there what's going on down the street <laughs> oh my gosh oh, oh my neighborhood is a yeah. shit show oh, yeah. high school kids Oh yeah. Oh, oh, no. oh, no. It's not kids stealing shit or this boy walked on my lawn or there's a dog poop. So dumb. Like, oh my god, get life. So here's tangent number one. I know. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's it's like, total tangent right. number one. Let's fill it back in. Yeah, no, this is what happens on the show. That's fine. How many this tangents do y'all get? A lot. Oh, okay. God, okay. Yeah. Tangent yeah. one. Yeah. It's okay. It happens. Uh, uh, next topic. You know? <laughs> No, so she, okay, so she thinks that you and Jessica are dating. Because she <laughs> no, wants, <laughs> because she wants grandbabies? Is this, is this something like, that? like I told you, I had the conversation with Jess. <laughs> you do whatever you want, but I need grandbabies in my life. Mm-hmm. Mom wants, like, is that something where she's like, what are you going to do? Again, not something we've really talked about. We don't talk the most. It's funny because you talk all the time. Exactly. You don't say anything. Exactly. And that's what I tell people. It is a, such a strange relationship because it's like, we, we literally talk physically all the time but it's like unfortunately it's all superficial conversations because in reality it's like she doesn't really want me to know how she's doing and she really probably doesn't want to know what's going on in my life <laughs> you so know I'm a complete shock to you 
What do you mean? I came into your life and I'm like, Danny, tell me everything. Oh, yeah. I'm not not even joking. Yeah. Because, sure. (laughs) Um, It's very interesting because like I said, I first got to college. My, I loved all of my roommates. We're all still great friends to this day, but over time, the more I got to know them, they all have very similar family dynamics. Pause really quick. Mm -hmm. All right. That was a good one. Log off your beard. That was a good one. Anyways, she did this last time and she's pouring the cup. And I'm like, Deb, it sounds like somebody's name. Okay, anyways, my old college roommates. Yeah. So they kind of became my immediate, like, very incredible support system. It was, like I said, just that dynamic of being super open with someone, not feeling judged, not feeling that criticism. Yeah. That was great. But the more I got to know these people, the more I realized they all have similar family dynamics. Like their family's there, but their family's not really there at the same time. Or their family's just not there, period. Wow. That was some of their situations. You know what I mean? And that's how y'all click so close Ex- is because you yes. guys got to ask the questions. One more. Oh, that, oh, that was good. That, no, that last one was very crisp. That one was very, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined it. It was yummy. You drink a nasty <laughs> shit. that is flat. <laughs> <laughs> shit, you drink a flat. This could be flat. I know. It's a sour. Okay, good. Keep Wait, going. that's a sour? It's Which a one rum, is that? It's, a, it's from Tilted Mash. It's a rum punch sour. I need sour. to taste this. So. That is Thick. I tried, to, I tried to like mix it. It looks like OJ. It's like a smoothie. Ooh, that's yummy. I, t- I told you. And it's a sour? It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rum punch sour. Yeah, I probably won't drink all of this. You well, okay. I, you just gave me this whole big old giant cup. Well, we'll get there. Really good, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just finished tangent number one. <laughs> 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 okay. um, so, we don't edit this either. We just, everyone. Oh, gosh. This is, we don't take anything else. All right. Everybody gets it off. <laughs> You're very raw comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daddy's trying really hard to stay on track, and we are not. We are not. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about my friends. <laughs> Let me tell you about these boss. <laughs> and so, yeah. <laughs> so, now, how many roommates did you have? Oh, yeah. God. There's four yeah. other ones. So, including me, it was five total. But they're the same group that you still hang with now. No, only one of them is. Really? Yes. I thought that whole crew was from. They all went to Chico, but only one oh, of them oh, was my oh, roommate. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right. yeah. Right. So it's like we're all just kind of like dispersed. Did like, you stay close to them though? You yes. Still have yes, them. we still talk every day. Okay. All okay. me and the other four original roommates. Okay. Um. So yeah, very close bond with all of them. Like I said, I was like, we all kind of realize we have similar family dynamics. Some of us have families, but they're like not really there. And some of them kind of don't really have families. So okay. I think that's why we all became such great friends. Okay. But that's why when I moved here, something that was so different about Jess was you. <laughs> you I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh. why is she asking so many questions? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm used to my mom asking questions, but your questions were different. <laughs> And I never left. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think that was probably another interesting part to all this, all, all the mess that is me. <laughs> so it's like the more I met people, the more I interacted with people, the more I realized I'm like, okay, the dynamic and relationship I have with my family is a little bit different than a lot of other people's. Yeah. And yeah. that's. Well, me and Jess are not your typical mom and daughter either. I mean, no. We, yeah. we have something that. Yeah. 
some want, some are jealous of, and some think I'm crazy. So I, it's like, yeah. I mean, we just, I, I swear yeah. when, when they, so when Jess, when we all lived together and um, Jess, you know, I had that, I had the big bedroom and, you know, Jess, Jess kind of, we shared the bathroom for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Jess would always be walking in on FaceTime with you and I'd run over, hi Nicole, and like all the time, always on FaceTime with you. Yeah. yeah. So, but that is something that is, you know, and it's not just a, you live in the same town type of thing. It is a, no, like we talk all the time. I love my children, but I'm like, it's every, and I, 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 my grandma, my grandma is my, my greatest like supporter in the fact that she said, I wish I would have had that with my kids. You have mm-hmm. something that nobody does. Like yeah. you need to cherish that your kids talk to you. And I was like, well, and I think maybe because it was just us three. So they didn't mm-hmm. have the father, mother, the nurturer, yeah. the, I was it. So when they were, <laughs> it was me. When they were needing nurture, it was me. So they got, yeah. I, I just yeah. had to figure it out. They yeah. got it all. And then when I were needing to talk, it was, all right, let's go mm-hmm. have ice cream. Let's sit. You, something is going. And because it was just me, mm-hmm. as soon as that turn happened, I was like, oh, something's going on with you. Let's mm-hmm. talk. What, yes. what is this? Because you knew so I, I could read them. So yeah. that's the good and bad of being a single parent. Where mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, I need a break. Yeah. <laughs> but then I was like, oh my God, I could see something wrong with you. Yes. So that's also a gift because you can read us too. And we're not going to tell you. I know something's wrong with you guys. <laughs> just, I need to see you. I know with you the most. Yeah. If something's going, like, okay. I haven't talked to you. Go spill it. What's up? Shit. What the fuck? You don't even need to see my face. No, you just know. No, you know. <laughs> I swear to God, she'll just text me and I'm like, oh shit, how does she know? <laughs> I didn't do anything. Why <laughs> lie? Spill it. Spill it. Yeah, yeah like Miss Danny decided out of the blue to freaking tattoo her whole arm. Oh, but it and looks I was beautiful. like, do tell my dear. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, her first yeah. Her first tattoo is a half sleeve. You can't. <laughs> her very first tattoo yeah, right. is it's a, a shoulder or to an elbow sleeve. This a whole sleeve. But it's gorgeous. It's, I'm built a little different. Yeah. But again, it is your traditional, not even traditional, because no, like I said, if you got the skulls and crossbones and bullshit, your mom yeah. would killed you. But, but it's, yeah. like a, it's like a piece of art. Exactly. Like, my 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 Ariel Mermaid tattoo is not a piece of art. It's like a cartoon. Like <laughs> there you go. It's all colorful and she's got red hair. But that on your arm is very. It's like oh, it's, her it's like a painting. She's very religious. She's got a church and Mary and hands and the cross and the whole shebang. And the, she sends me pictures as it's going. I'm all Danny. I need to send me. What are you doing? Where are you at? Show me. <laughs> and when we got the first picture of of it completely done. No, Mary's face. Mary, that's Mary. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you mean the uh, the stencil? Fuck! I was all. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> How do I tell her? She's scary looking. And I was like, Ooh, I hope it turns out good. And then when it was done, I was like, Oh, thank you, Jesus. She, she's so <laughs> soft and gorgeous. But when she the stencil, yeah, the stencil, she looked yeah. possessed. Like her <laughs> eyes were all. Burnt. She was hot. It was scary. Yeah. Yeah. How do you touch? I'm just like looking at it more closely. It's gorgeous. Like, Even it like the contour so on her face. I know. The bay, it's unbelievable. She's freaking contoured. She's yeah, contoured, right? And, just, and like the little gloss on her lip because it's a statue. I'm like, what? Even. What? I know. So how does better contour? Yeah. I know how to. <laughs> I know, right? So yeah, I absolutely love how it turned out. Oh, oh but, yeah. but to piggyback off of the traditional Latino family, yeah. I will say I did not get 
the reaction I expected. Because of what it is. That's and, what I mean. If that's you what had I think skulls in a crossbone, your mom would have shit her pants. Probably. <laughs> like, because like a, it's a skull so, and a snake through yes, it or something. It's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. How could she get mad at that? Yes. Yeah. I mean, how do you get mad at that? It's, it's so now funny, your right? cousin Martin and all this. Oh, God. His, his tattoos. God, yeah. <laughs> I love Martin. I love oh, him, but he is he is a show. Mess. He's yes. a show. He's a show. Oh. That's a nice way to put it. I wanted to hug and stab him at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, the only way to really, that's the only way to really interact with him. He's a boy. He's, He's a, boy. a Gemini boy. He's, oh, He's a, is? Yeah. <gasps> He's a Gemini man. That's why. Oh, I did not know that. And I'm like, that's why you're such a hot mess. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's how we. That's how we met you. So that's good. Exactly. I, I was like, he's great. Okay, when he reached out just to me, mom, Martin wants me to room with his. I said, fuck no. Absolutely. <laughs> this is after they just had that party. Oh my god. Like, Wait, we don't. Wait, no, not that party. The, yes, the, we're in Mexico party. Oh, yes. And that he party, has that a party. freaking rager at their house. Oh, yeah. And yeah. That child. And then, yeah, and then we get the, oh, by the way, I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. I said, if she is anything like him, that's not going to work. I know we met you. I'm all, who are you? Yeah. What? And I was all like, really. The same blood is flowing through your veins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was all yeah. shy and awkward. And I like shook your guys' hands and I was like, hi. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, she's cool. Thank God, he's not like you. <laughs> I think he, I think Jess said that he said that when he first like asked. She's nothing like me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what he yes. said. Those so are the exact words. Like, okay, yes. thank God. <laughs> Let's give her a try. Like, lying? Because what? She's yes. nothing like me. Yeah, those were his exact words. <laughs> as long as he knows. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's been yeah. like all right. He yeah, knows. 100%. He knows. Um, he was the first one to comment on the picture of my tattoo as well. Oh, he's probably so excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, dude spends his college money and he gets that big ass lion on his arm. I said, Martin. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. The lion looks good, but I'm like, but you're in college. You have so many bills and money. What are you doing? Well, not only that, it's like every other guy in college has a lion tattoo. And then I thought about it and I'm like, well, now I'm just another Mexican with prayer hands on my arm. No, yours aren't weird prayer hands. Yours are beautiful. We're going to go so through good. the stereotype where I'm just another white girl with flowers on my arm. With my I know because you're white like me. Oh, that was great. Great. Oh my gosh. But, <laughs> I know. That's why you're on the show. Yes. <laughs> but tell us what you were saying before we hit record. We were talking briefly about how um, you know, just you know, you're lesbian, but yes. you also have, you know, you have Mary on your arm. So it's like you have that cross-cultural, like you're not the it doesn't have to be one or the other. Yes. Yeah. Talk. You were talking a little um, bit about that. What was what was the term I used? Intersectionality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> intersectionality. Oh, okay. That good. big yeah. word I didn't learn until college. Yeah. Um, when I actually realized what the definition of intersectionality was, I was like, Ah, it's me. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> it is me. I was like, I'm a woman. I'm an immigrant. I'm a lesbian. What was the other one? There's a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, okay. Yeah. So in the traditional. Like Latino household? No, or? in the Christian world of Catholic Catholicism. Catholicism. Yes. Yeah. 
You can't be gay. No, the gays are frowned upon. Tattoos are frowned upon. The gays frowned upon. Exactly. So it's like this whole thing is ironic. I well, yeah. <laughs> but you. But the way I explain it to people is, I I didn't necessarily choose this piece of art for the religious symbolism. I feel like I mostly chose this piece of art for the cultural symbolism because obviously for. I, I can't say all, but for many Latinos, obviously they are Catholic. The Virgin Mary is a massive icon for Latinos Your everywhere. House has it all over. All Mexican households have a Virgin Mary in it, <laughs> some way, somehow. You know, so it's like this section devoted. Exactly. There's mur- you go places. There's murals yes. of her. There's like yes. so much dedicated to the Virgin Mary. Yes. So it's like for me, it's more of like the cultural link rather than a religious link. And then, of course, I was brought up <laughs> devoutly Catholic the yes. whole nine yards. I was baptized, First Communion, Confirmation. Do I did all of it. Do <laughs> you still partake at all? Do you ever? Um, every once in a while, especially on, like, the bigger holidays, okay. we do attend Mass. Okay. Um, Is it, do you do Communion? Yes. You do? Okay. okay. That's where it gets tricky. Yeah. <laughs> I do Communion. If, and it, it all comes down to my mom, if my mom wants to do it or not. Okay. Um, we do communion if my mom wants to do it, but my mom only wants to do it if she actually goes to confess. Oh. So if she goes and confesses like a week or two prior and she goes to church, then she's like, okay, we've confessed. We're quote unquote clean. We're safe. Yeah. We can, we okay. can get communion. And that's kind of how we go about it. But okay. other people just kind of do it as an everyday kind of thing. And that's Girl. their choice. I go, I used to go to church with Granny. Mm-hmm. And I swear, it was there was a Saturday night mass with all the old people. <laughs> all the old and people. we would sit on the side and we would always get in trouble because we talk because she is deaf. So everything is ha and she talks really loud. <laughs> Shocking, and I get it from her. And so we're talking and all the old people were talking on the side, and then mm-hmm. the old people in the middle, like, shh, we're always yeah. in trouble the whole time. And I'm thinking, okay, so the rules when okay, so you can't you can Catholics don't believe in divorce, but no. technically, so my ex and I are still married, whatever, in their eyes, but yes. if you get remarried, then you're breaking all the rules. So I never remarried. So technically, so technically I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't live with the man that I was married to. So technically, I can get communion. So Granny and I, one day, I'm like, oh, because I went to a Catholic school mm-hmm. and did church. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, it was like, it felt like we lived in the church, and then, mm. and we were, we were so bad, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> we were, when we, uh, when you're in eighth grade, mm-hmm. not only do you get to set up for church, because you go all the time, yes, so you set up for mass, and then we, me and a group of girls, we were the, we, we sang, which, god, a little church choir. Terrible, <laughs> none of us could sing, we had horrible voices, but it got us out of class early so they could go and set up well then all the altar boys had to set up the wine mm-hmm. eighth grade drinking wine I eating bread it. i'm like oh my god it's amazing we didn't all go to hell because we were breaking all the rules oh, no. eighth grade oh my god <laughs> okay jesus jesus made water into wine it's yes yeah. yes and okay. we were drinking it, it was in a church in eighth grade yeah that's the holy the water oh my you're so bad yeah good times but i can tell you all the altar boys that i ever met did the same so yeah it wasn't just you right but yeah yeah that's always an interesting again that's an interesting bridge well and the well and like how are you perceived in like i mean i technically didn't do anything wrong because i'm not remarried so i'm still (laughs) in the catholic bubble of yeah i'm okay 
Whereas you, you broke all the rules. I did. So <laughs> you go into church and like, I mean, cause you could be a non-denominational Christian mm-hmm. and that's open to everything. Like that is not, doesn't have rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas Catholicism has all kinds of strict rules. Yes. So I personal, I, I mean, I don't really know how they perceive me, okay. but my, but you're, what do you think? I don't know. My thought process is when I go in there is I'm, I'm obviously, I'm obviously no better, but I'm definitely no worse than anyone else in there. Oh, God, no. Yeah. Oh, we're all about hypocrites. <laughs> exactly. But, so when you yeah. go in, you have your relationship with God and your relationship with yeah. you, you. And okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I would, yeah. I feel like I would consider myself a little bit religious, definitely a little bit more spiritual. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, I guess yeah. that's always kind of like a funny gray area because it I is. was brought up so like devoutly Catholic and it's like at this point my parents don't even really go to church right yeah Yeah. Yeah. I go (laughs) (laughs) we were raised yeah we had to go all the time and now now none but nobody goes yeah except for me exactly they're just kind of like well at this point they're like well you're baptized you're okay yeah (laughs) that's the bare minimum (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah like you said when I go in there I just it, when I do go in yeah. there which most of the time I go to this church yeah. <laughs> I go to the church when I go visit her arm. exactly yeah, it's all tattooed on her. um I go to church when I'm in my hometown in Mexico because obviously that's a massive yeah. church and it's like right. a very big part of our town and our community okay. An- another reason as to why I got the tattoo because it's like that church to me is home and I don't yeah. necessarily mean that as far as like the religion home no, for me it's, it's like that's the church place. yeah that's the church okay. that's in my town so I know. okay so now you didn't you weren't raised in mexico no you go back and have your relationship with your family and spend yeah. your vacations and your time there so when you go to mexico and you do go to church do mm-hmm. you is there a stigma there do you is there anything weird in because that's like you're in Mexico. That's yeah, like, a lot more traditional. You're not Americanized <laughs> here. So when you go there, is there any, did your family frown upon any of that? Do they kind of just embrace you with who you are and just let you do you? Is it, is it, how is it there? I feel like at this point, they just kind of like, like you said, they just kind of let me do me. They're just like, oh, hey, like family's here. It's visiting. It's not okay. necessarily like we're going to hound you it's for not things. A label. Exactly. Good. Right. Good. So it's very, it's a lot more open I would say I feel like because I don't get to see that side of the family very often it's more just kind of like you're here we want to spend time with you we want oh, that's to see nice. you. it's not like that's a it's not like a what have you done kind of thing yeah. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? it's way more welcoming to to for them to just want to see you than to be like exactly what for sin them to have like, you broken now <laughs> right, 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 yeah. tell me your that's wrongdoings good. right yeah well, that's good. it's been a while I was <laughs> I'm spoiled I you well I knew you what when I went? Yeah, that was when I first met you. So it's oh, been almost three years. Really? Yeah. God, time flies. Exactly. The oh, last but time. Oh, all this COVID shit. You couldn't go. Exactly. You were supposed to go. Yes, and then COVID I had to. Shit. COVID shit. Yes. Okay. So exactly. Like, yes. I remember because they didn't even finish their lease at the place with Jess when COVID hit. Remember? And that's why we oh had to leave early. Yeah. yeah. That's why we've moved so goddamn much. Well, and then <laughs> Deb. Deb, remember Deb doing her dance off and. Oh, in your apartment oh, yeah, right before Jamie. you guys moved out with Jamie. Oh yes, yes, I do remember that. Knocked <laughs> over dog food. Yes, I was gonna yeah. say there's a couple of moments I have for like. <laughs> oh yeah, we a couple of things I remember from that apartment. Yeah, dance yes. offs are the best. Oh, yes, Lord with help Jamie. Us. Yes. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> 
We are pure entertainment. You, I think that's around the time you were supposed to go was when y'all moved back into my house. Yes, I was going to say, because the last time I went, and I remember this, it was September of 2019. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. yeah, that was the last time I got to go. And even yeah. then I went for a weekend. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! It was that fast. It was that fast. I went for a weekend because wow. that was the weekend that my town in Mexico has its like yearly celebration. That's right. Yes. Okay, I remember. So that. I went okay. for a weekend in September of 2019, and I have not gone back since. Dang it! You need to go. I know. Yeah. I really so want I to. Need to go. And like I said, I was like, I just, I just yeah. this whole tattoo is just it's it's like well, it's a Yeah. And yeah. like I said, the church, obviously it's home because it's in my hometown, yeah. but I vividly remember when I was younger, if I would go out and about with family members or cousins, if for whatever reason I couldn't find my way home, I would walk towards the church because it's the only thing you could see for miles. Okay. So it's like, I would walk towards the church. And then once I got to the church, I'm like, I know how to get home from here. Yeah. So that was like, quote unquote, my North star. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And don't talk shit. I don't know geography and you talk shit to Jessica and I don't know what city, country, town shit. Oh, yeah. she told you about that. She's like, yeah, I think you're stupid. I'm like, no. I know I am, but. No. It's because you're like, my coworker's from the same town. And I was like, she can't be. That town's too small. It's a fucking country. It's a state. It's a state. We're from the same state in Mexico. Oh not the same town. I can't talk shit because I don't know geography. I know. I was like, I was yeah, not know. Daddy, you just smile at me and you tell me you're an asshole. No. Like, Daddy, you're stupid. I'm like, no, Daddy. When he brings me all these treats from Jalisco, Jalisco yeah. I was like, oh, they're from the same town. Yeah. Jalisco's the state. Jalisco's the state. It's like going like to like, like San Diego from here to San Diego. No, it's like, like Florida. Oh, geez. Like, I, I bought you this from Florida. Like, you know what I mean? but but fast forwarding it to right now like today like how are you willing to share any part about with our audience about how your dating life is like yeah like how it is yeah. how is how is it with the online world me and nicole are drumming our fingers together i don't know if i'm the best example for the dating world but um, it's hard in all aspects so yeah. for you are you online? Uh, yes, I am online. I am on the good old Tinder. <laughs> and then I am on Bumble occasionally. Um, I feel like I personally don't meet people too often. Honestly, off of these apps in person, I've met maybe three or four people. Hmm. Now, um, is it because you, I mean, your community is very small. Very There's small. not a whole lot of lesbians out there. Yeah. People claim, but they're not. <laughs> well, then they, you got your age group, and then you have to, and then it's oh, a single one. So yeah. Yes. single. Yes. Yes. So you have all those things. And all the fish in the sea, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and then you've got the ones that have friends, and then they're friends, and then the, the whole, yes. your whole world is so crazy. So you have a friend now. <laughs> I do. I have yes. I've been dating someone for a little bit. Okay. This is all recent, but yes. we've been dating. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's all new, like with everybody. I mean, everybody's yeah. in a new relationship. So it, it is. And then you guys take it just as slow as a typical male, female. You guys have to go through all the <laughs> talks and stuff and feelings. Yeah. And we're not we're shit. not being stereotypical lesbians just yet and living together in <laughs> <laughs> you haul. You haul. 
we had the conversation the other day. We do not want to be U-Haul lesbians. That is so funny. Yeah. Hilarious. We had that conversation. I was like, I don't want to be a U-Haul lesbian. <laughs> that sounds really messy to yeah. be honest. And she was like, she was like, Lord, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Glad we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just like putting yourself out there and dating yeah. and meeting people can be really difficult because yeah. like you said, age group, yeah. if you want to limit yourself to an age group. Is yeah. that, okay, okay. So a lot of my, I, my log office, I told Matt, I'm supposed to meet my future husband here and I can't because now it's a gay bar. I was going to say. Everybody there is gay or lesbian, but I love them all with my whole heart. (laughs) But there's such, in all the relationships, there's such an age gap. Like, yeah. I know a few too. Yeah. There's a, yeah. I have our lesbian table that kicks our ass at trivia and they're all together or were and not, and they're, they're age differences are I vaguely know who huge. you're talking about but not quite the table that sits by the door come on Danny. oh yes yes <laughs> come on Danny yes. I thought you meant the table that always sits next to us the, the oh, two no, other no. girls yeah. always kind of like yes yeah. 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 so older though there's yes. a huge age group there too age which is funny because with them I had no idea right I thought they were similar in age no absolutely not okay. no okay. so but Anyways, is yeah. that is that something that you because you're I mean do, have you like gone over is that something where does that work personally no I I tend to stick within around my age gap roughly I feel like I'm more willing to go a little bit older than I am a little bit younger but I also I feel like my personally my like dating cap is Mm -hmm. like eight years older than me okay I'm like if you're like eight years older than me then that's getting a little closer to my sister's age. And at that point, that just seems a little weird to me. (laughs) (laughs) It's all mental, Danny. I know, I know, I know. But like, you all have to keep in mind going back to family dynamics. (laughs) My sister and I have a pretty big age gap. So my growing up, my sister was technically my mom because it's like my mom and dad were always working. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I was like, if I feel like if I talk to people that are closer to my sisters in age, I'm like, I see you as, as like almost a sibling, but like yeah. also kind of like more yeah. of a parental figure. It's weird. Yeah. But it's you can mesh with them because you're used to that age. Yes. That age. You don't have an issue being more adult versus dating somebody that's 20 and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with that entirely right. because I was raised with people who are generally older, older than, than me. So, yeah. so that, like dating my coworkers. Yeah, so like my coworkers and stuff, they're like, how do you listen to all this kind of music? And I was like, like I listened, to the, obviously they were very surprised that I know, like the Super Bowl halftime show. Yes. That just means you were raised right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Millennial music. Exactly. They were like, how do you know all this? So I was like, I know the Backstreet Boys and all this kind of stuff, oh which I know gosh. is like a little bit before my time frame. Yeah. But I'm like, my sister was older. All of my cousins were older. Yeah. And it's like, that's who I was you brought up with. better know Tupac. Of course I do. There you go. I was and listening to him today. Right. You're good. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I am on like the age scale. Okay. But some of my friends have dated and talked to and all this stuff like older, older groups. Yes. And they're like totally comfortable with it. And I'm just like, okay, interesting. I'm not sure if that's something I would venture into, mm-hmm. but seeing them being very comfortable with that, I'm just kind of like, okay, like I understand why this is a very big option in our community because it comes back to our community small. Yeah. yeah. 
our community yeah. small. So it's like when you connect with someone, especially right. when you mesh with them really well, right. you don't always want to just cut that off due to something right. like age. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. or you don't want to restrict it. No. Because right. your community already has enough restrictions on it. Right. Hell, I have a I'm straight and I have a hard time writing. Like, <laughs> exactly. my I feel like my community is small. Like, I swear to God. No, like, I'm you're scared. in the perfect age group. I don't know. Mine is small. Oh. <laughs> and my age want your age group because they've already been married to people my age. And like, I don't want to old like, like, have no. a little piece of ass. So I'm going to go, you know, 10, 15 years younger. And I'm like, oh, what about us? Like, oh. We're still here. Yes, I'm here. <laughs> May oh, not be oh 20, God. but damn it. <laughs> does anybody live for love anymore? I know. No. No. Who does that? Who does that? No. This is the show all my married friends love to hear. They're like, Deb, what's happening out there? I'm like, what yeah. do you guys like to know? They're like, yes, we would. Please tell us. It's a shit show. It is. Yeah, it's no. all a shit show. It always is. God, the shit show doesn't change. No. That's why we have are. That's why we have each other. Yeah. Oh, yes. We have to, we, we have to hang out. The what. shit show doesn't change. You just yeah. get lucky. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So if anyone out there is wondering to know if you are married, then that's just the reality of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say, like, in general, not yeah. just. Not just LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Excuse me. She's burping. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a whole lot of people out there just kind of like becoming more aware of like mental health and kind of stuff. Before they jump into relationships, they kind of like ponder the idea of like, I need to fix myself. I need to be happy and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's great. I fully support that for people. Yeah. But I also feel like, it, at least for me personally, going back to the lesbian community, I get ghosted a lot by girls or a lot of times if girls are willing to be honest, they'll say, hey, I'm still working through um, traumas or backlashes that I've dealt with, you know, and I'm just like, okay, that's fine. A lot of them will be willing to say like, oh, I've had this really traumatizing relationship and all this kind of stuff. So I'm afraid of getting hurt. And I'm like, okay, that's a valid point. Go work on that. But are you actually going to work on that? Because if you're just going to sit here and like, hold yourself back from actually liking someone or having feelings for someone all because you're scared. Then it's like, how are you really going to make any motion forward? It's like, if you're holding yourself back because you're afraid to get hurt, then you're not, you're not willing to love somebody. Are these traditional out the gate traumas that that you have in identifying with your sexuality? Like, is it they're, they're finding that, or was it just, I, like me, I had a horrible trauma. Like my fucking last one. I, I still have a hard time in five fucking years, six years. I still, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm terrified to, I'm terrified today because it scares me because I yeah. will not do that again. So exactly. is that traditionally in the same realm of just being hurt or is it traumas? Do you find that it's like identifying with their sexuality that their trauma is or is it just uh, everything I think it's a, it's probably everything I think it's a little bit of both I feel like um obviously even like my straight friends that I talk to aside, yes. aside from you guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> when I talk to them they also bring up similar emotions when it comes to like talking and dating new people yes and I'm just kind of like you shouldn't have to live your life constantly afraid True. of being hurt True. you know it's like because then it's like then you can't fully feel what it's like to love somebody yes. you know and it's like if you're not if you're not willing to put yourself in a spot where you genuinely feel like ecstatic about someone you know the shit that rom-coms and oh, like yeah. all that kind of stuff's made out of it's just kind of like then then what are you doing yeah you know being scared being scared <laughs> <laughs> we're all in reality we're all scared 
big ball and I'm not coming down. I'm not, I mean, yeah. I'm scared. Yeah. To an extent, we all feel like that. Oh, yeah. And that's fine. You just got to find someone that you're willing to talk to that about, you know? True. True. And that that's hard. And I feel like that goes oh, for all communities. Yourself. Oh, across the board. Just yeah. humans. Yeah. Just to be able to yeah. learn to use it your is. words and tell yeah. how you feel. Mm-hmm. That part's that's rough. That's why like, we have girlfriends. I'd rather tell exactly. you guys. I know, right? This is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> like um yeah. my friend just got finished watching uh the reboot of Sex and the City. Oh, oh I love that show. <laughs> I am obsessed. Yeah. Um I forget what it was. One of the main characters went through a really bad breakup, blah blah blah. But like at the end when she's like writing about it. And she says, like, all you need to get through it is, like, really good friends. Yeah. And that's when she, like, yeah. told me. And she was, like, it just really makes me appreciate having you guys to talk to and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. it just made me reflect on everyone in my life that I can do that with. Yeah. And that's good. Just talking about where I started and how I got to where I am. I'm yeah. very grateful for yeah. meeting a lot of friends and people that I have the opportunity to do that with. Yeah. Because I didn't always have that opportunity growing up. Yeah. So well, now you're stuck. <laughs> you have attached to my daughter. Like, are you me? <laughs> and I have attached to Lou. Oh, oh, baby. Lou. Oh, I'm, I'm attached to Jess. Lou's attached yeah. to me. Yeah, I know. She hates it. <laughs> she hates you for it. You want more than me. Oh my God. That's the recipe to get through life is good friends, good girlfriends, and your dogs. Yes. There you go. 100%. Yes. That's all you need. Danny, thank you for coming on the show today. Of course. Thank you for having me. This has been a great time. (laughs) We could probably talk for hours and hours. Yeah. (laughs) Well, just, well, you're going to have to come back on. So, yeah. Just like mine, her, Nicole, and excuse me, mine, her, and my Nicole's and Jamie's episode is going to be a part two later because yeah. ours was like a two hour freaking oh, work. God. Oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> it was long. For a long time. Yeah. And so for a, we'll have to have you come back on so that you can give us an update on yeah uh, of course on your dating life yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said right now right now yeah. I'm dating someone we'll That's see good. if yeah. it does or does not happen where it goes but getting stages exactly I'll definitely let you know I'm part yeah. two yeah, yeah. <laughs> want to hear well thank you so much Thanks. Of course. Thank Nicole. you for picking me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Thanks, Love Nicole. You. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Not Here to Judge Podcast. And please be sure to follow the Connectable Podcast as well on Instagram at Connectable Podcast. And as always, please share this with your friends, family, neighbor, ex boyfriend, ex whoever, and anyone else who could use a laugh and a smile. Oh, and one more thing, my friends. Please give a five star review on iTunes if you enjoyed this episode. That would be great. Thanks so much. See you next time.